Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Hi, everybody. I feel like I need more than that. A lot more than that. Guys, Ryan Care is dead. Love it or leave it is live. Let's start the show. Welcome to the very first and possibly the last <laughs> Love It or Leave It. Um, I want to thank our panel. Joining us is Michaela Watkins from Casual on Hulu, which returns in May. We have Katie Nolan of FS1, the show Garbage Time, which is about sports, and we've been talking a lot about sports. A lot. Tennis, golf, uh, basketball. Uh, John Favreau. <laughs> um, uh, actually, the second best presidential speechwriter on the panel today. It's his show, guys. It's his show. <laughs> it's my time to Here shine. we are. Um, all right, enough. Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into it. What a week. What a day. What a day. I don't know if you guys caught the news today. Um, the healthcare bill failed. Uh, um, so this was a fascinating day. Um, yesterday, Donald Trump demanded a vote. Uh, he did not get that. <laughs> um, Paul Ryan uh, drove uh, to the White House uh, and said, um, I don't know what's... And Trump was like, what? He was like, I don't know I said, I thought I could get the votes. I don't... I don't have them. And Trump's like, what bill? I haven't been following it. I was playing golf in Mar-a-Lago. And then they tried to explain it. And he got distracted. He turned on CNN. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> I guess the question is sort of where do we go from here? The healthcare bill failed. I guess I want to start with John to talk a little bit about how the Republicans got in this mess. You know, they put themselves in a position where they proposed this bill that couldn't pass. Yeah. Get into it. Um, yeah. The, the deal maker didn't succeed. Yeah, the art Trump, of the Trump deal. the deal maker. <laughs> Trump the, uh, yeah, he's a winner. I felt like there was like 14 clips of Sean Spicer calling him the closer. The closer. <laughs> didn't really close. No, I mean, what happened was they lied about Obamacare for a good seven years. Uh-huh. Uh, they had seven years to come up with an alternative. They didn't. They couldn't really come up with an alternative because none of them can agree on anything. And so when it came time to actually come up with a bill because now they're in power, you had the Freedom Caucus, which is the most conservative members of the House of Representatives, the Republicans, and they basically don't want any health care. They don't mm -hmm. believe the government should provide health care at all. Yeah. So they wanted a complete repeal of Obamacare. Um, most of the moderate Republicans didn't want that. Um, they wanted to... They wanted the something less bad. They but, wanted something less bad. But still quite bad. So they basically... <laughs> so Ryan came up with a bill that took away a lot of financial assistance 
for people who are trying to buy healthcare. Mm-hmm. And then the far right said, no, 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 we want all the financial assistance for people trying to buy healthcare gone. And then they, then they fought over that. And then at the last minute, to sweeten the deal, <laughs> they were like, all right, to sweeten the deal, we will take away all essential health benefits, but make the bill twice as costly. Right. So, Do so, we have a deal? So they, no, we don't have a deal. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, that's, that's why he went bankrupt so many times. So the... Um, so this was actually fascinating. So essential benefits includes things like mammograms and like pregnancy. Ew. Going to the hospital. No, no, no. Let the white men talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I talk about my maternity leave, Karen? Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to turn to you because it's about like lady business. Um, so so now, no, there was this picture. There it is up on the screen. This is an audio medium as well. Um, guys, Google it. There was a picture. And uh, 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 it was a bunch of members of the House Freedom Caucus, uh, uh, which is not a caucus, they don't really care that much about freedom, though they are in the house. Um, but uh, they're all sitting around the table talking about uh, what aspects of women's health to cut out of the bill. And lo and behold, they forgot to tell a lady to go. Boob stuff. There's no. Like, there's just a group. I would of love old... to hear that conversation. <laughs> what if we got rid of the thing where they smush the boob into the thing? Yeah. Like they don't know anything. Those men have not seen a vagina in years. <laughs> But so anyway, uh, uh, I believe Senator Pat Roberts made a joke, and the joke was about essential benefits. Yeah, they're going to cut my mammogram. And then like five minutes later, he was like, I should not have said that. I'm sure these guys are not like, now uh, next on the list are hard-ons. And they're like, covered, covered. Yeah, we're covered. Yeah, Viagra, we're good on that. Okay, so include that. That's cool. Okay, yeah, pass it on. Good. Okay. Does this cover mammograms for our mistresses? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually better if they die of cancer that eliminates the whole problem. So. Right. Oh my God. I'm thinking one step Before, ahead. No, you you don't it. have to break the news to the wife. She dies. Um, now, one thing. <sighs> I love it. Yeah. We're keeping it very. This is this is not Pod Save America. This is no. Love It or Leave It. And it is, right very, it, it is very. It is. It is Love It or Leave It. It has a very different vibe. And I really like it so far. Anybody want to love it or leave it so far? All right. Terrific. Um, How many times are we going to do that? So one thing that uh, Sean Spicer said today when the bill was sort of heading towards the Andes Mountains, the plane of the bill, <laughs> where they're going to live but eat each other, um, uh, was uh, President Trump left it all on the field. Now, Katie, I believe that is a term from sports. It is a sport thing. Now, do athletes, when they leave it all on the field, pay attention for two weeks, play golf half the time, and never find out what the rules are? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they also often discuss that one of their strongest, you know, their strengths uh, is something they end up not at all being able to do. Right. Like another thing Sean Spicer said today, I think, was something along the lines of like, yeah, he is a great negotiator, but he can't make people do something they don't want to do. And it was like, that's negotiating. That's negotiating. <laughs> That's what that is. If a person walks in and goes, I'm already in. You don't have to sell me. That's not negotiation. That's... Right. That's an easy sell is what that's called. They shouldn't have just, the problem was they just shouldn't have included care into the name of it <laughs> because they were like, how do we, because we don't care. So how do we act like we care but not care? And then I think that's where they got into a lot of trouble. Yeah, no, I think they got themselves all mixed up. No, but that's yeah. actually a really good point because... They have this, they're in this sort of bind, which is they, that Americans believe they deserve health care, but the Republican caucus doesn't believe that they that do. That they do. I mean, they, they, and they, do, they do want to keep their jobs, though. They so love they're, their they're like, jobs. We want to keep our jobs. Well, it has great benefits. <laughs> 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 they want to keep their health care. Um, but yeah, but they, they're in a tough part. They're tough, the problem was that after Obamacare passed, like the American public, even though they have problems with Obamacare, believes there is a right 
to affordable medical care. Right. The Republicans have never believed that. Right. And that's so a, there's I, a little bit of a bind. Right. It's actually like a genuine ideological difference, right? That that they they don't they don't necessarily believe it's the government's job to provide health care, but they're in this sort of that's what they ended up with, sort of bastardized version of Obamacare, because half their caucus is ready to play that game, but the other half is like, we like being in Congress. It seems so smart that Obama was like, just taste it. Just taste. <laughs> just taste Taste that insurance. sweet, sweet insurance. And, <laughs> and look, if you don't like insurance, you don't ever have to have insurance again. But if you like it, I mean, I'm just saying, taste it. So don't he's, knock it so, so you try it. And everybody's like, I fucking love insurance. <laughs> so he's really like good. a healthcare dealer outside of a middle school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it turns out you can't write a healthcare bill in like two days. It's like super hard. <laughs> no? Tr- Trump no. couldn't answer one question about what's in that bill. He, has you no know, idea. he couldn't speak for 30 seconds about what's in that Over, bill. Over, under percentage of it that he's read. I'll set oh, it at 30%. No, 0%. 0%. Keep in mind, no, his only nothing. contact with the medical system is a lunatic doctor on the Upper East Side. Like there's no... <laughs> but, no. Who gives him his Propecia and but, tells him that his heart is okay enough. Unless there's a war that they need him to <laughs> yeah, be in, and then right. his heart is so oh, bad, like the, the worst. No heart is worse. Politico had a great little bit from this, which is like, uh, <laughs> Trump's only contribution to the whole bill was, Ryan wanted to talk about the three different stages of the health care bill, uh, bill as three different buckets, and Trump's like, no one likes the word buckets. Call it phases. <laughs> that was it. That was all he had to do. And, and then like, it was right, like, you take it from here. Then it was, watch this hey, drive. I, I have a conspiracy. Because, like... Here's I'm into it. Are you do? Are you? Yes, I okay. want to know what that's going to cool. be. I have a tongue. Okay, I have great. a real imaginative imagina- imagination. <laughs> anyway, but also, like, what's going to be the, the downshot? And I think it's that, this has been my conspiracy theory, that I think that Trump never wanted this to work because, okay, just follow me on this. I'm in. I'm, um, I'm, because, I'm on the hook. Because he's just going to do what Hillary was trying to do all along, which is just... Lose the White House? (laughs) (laughs) What's she going to do? What's she going to do? She's just a lady in Chappaqua. (laughs) That was so low. Um, No, uh, that I think that, you know, if if this fails, right, then they're forced to work on what they have, which is kind of a cool thing that needs some work. And then... It does work. People have insurance. Everybody's happy. And he gets all the fucking credit. Well, I do think that, like, there is a world where Trump could have been, uh, like, what he said he was going to be, which is this sort of populist that defies, like, the partisan wisdom, right? He could have come, he could have done a different, he could have infrastructure first or taxes first. He could have done a healthcare bill that really was about fixing Obamacare and doing what he said he wanted to do, Mm -hmm. which was insurance for everybody, which is just something that he knew sounded good. Right. Anyway, the bill failed. That's terrific for everybody. Moving on. Mm. We also learned this week that James Comey has been investigating Trump and his associates since July. I can't believe that was this week. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> that was Monday. <laughs> that was Monday. It feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> That's the <laughs> Cue the theme song. <laughs> That's the bell that lets us know it happened on Monday. <laughs> But anyway, not only did we find out that he's been investigating Trump since July, we found out that he was investigating Trump when he announced that he was investigating Hillary. Mm. Very cool. Mm. Very cool. James Comey is so cool. I'm like such a fan of his. He wears such a sharp suit. He's very serious. He definitely thinks of himself as like a really good guy. What do you think this guy thinks like when he's like lord jesus <laughs> thank you for this warm food like do you think he's like what is my role in the big scheme of things like am i helping humanity or 
hurting. I, I have no fucking idea. Well, I feel like he thinks that if he wears the suit well enough and says things like, I'm doing a physical body expression for a podcast, but it's sort of like, it works. I saw Jimmy Stewart once. <laughs> and um, this is how he would behave. I think he thinks he's going to come out on top. <laughs> but I feel like he's like, now Jeff, my brother, he's the crazy one. Like, how'd I get here? Well, yeah, I definitely, there's, he definitely wakes up some mornings and he's like, what? I just was, I just was an FBI guy. Now I'm going yeah. to Congress like three times a week. Yeah. <laughs> Sent a letter. Everyone hates me now. Yeah. Well, that was, and I mean, they he was, love yeah. me and then they hate me and I don't, yeah. what am I? Um, well, so so he testified this week, and the and the thing that he said, which was news, was uh, that he's been investigating Trump this whole time. Ha ha! And then after that, he's like, I can't tell you anything else. Speculate like crazy. You're on your own, people. <laughs> Ask me any, any any question you want, you dumb Congress people. I won't say a fucking word. <laughs> I'm investigating Trump. It's very serious. No more details. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah, now he's just drunk with power. Yeah, he loves it. Actually, there's a ton of stuff he could tell us. Yeah. He's just he's just like spacing it out. He is. He's um, like, I want to come back next season. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> but this is something we got we were talking about upstairs, which is that like this story is impossible to keep up with. That you're every day you're trying to figure out like what's the truth, right? You see Adam Schiff, who's a Democrat on the intelligence community, saying uh, Trump, it's probably treason, and then you see Devin Nunes, who's the Nunes. What we're Nunes. saying, Nunes. we decided Nunes. We're settling on Nunes. <laughs> anyway, what I found is it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on with this whole Russia story because you get so distracted. But you said um, Nunes was where. Oh yeah, so so you have Schiff saying one thing and Nunes saying another. I guess the question is sort of we're in the middle of this long-term investigation. We're not really going to know what happened for a long time. How does this affect? How does it affect how we fight back at Trump? Right, where a lot of us, you know, those of us who believe that we need to do our do what we can to prevent Trump's agenda to. <laughs> What? I just love that you're act asking an actress. Like, how do we fight back against all this? Well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Well, okay, <laughs> thank you for asking me. Um, so first, you get nominated memes. for a SAG. First, you get nominated for a SAG award. Then, when you accept it, you go fucking crazy, <laughs> and that's how you stop Trump. <laughs> um, I have my question here: Is is Trump legitimate? <laughs> No, but so, the, so yes. the question is, so what do we do with this, right? So the, so the Democrats this week are taking this information about the Russia investigation, and they're saying, we're going to stop the Gorsuch nomination, right? We're not going to let Gorsuch's nomination go forward without a fight because the Russia stuff delegitimizes Trump's ability to nominate somebody. And for like 50 other reasons. For a hundred There's other, a billion yeah, other, other reasons. reasons. But like, cool, we'll use that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, whatever. It seems fine. So I guess the question is like, what do we do with all this rush information? How do we use it in our politics? How do we? It's going to take months for it to play out. John, you're in. Politics. Yeah, we just got to wait. We got to wait, guys. Oh, I that's mean, so boring. No, I know, but like, look, the FBI is on their own timeline here. It's an investigation. Like, they're basically waiting for a source to turn, basically, and to find out more information. So it's not like I mean, look, Adam Schiff today. How do you know this? This is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm talking seriously, and it's like looks I like do I have, have information. Have an FBI in? I, do, I don't have an FBI. Yeah, he, no. does. <laughs> I, I do. he does. He does. He's got do, secret information. We're gonna be hauled before. Let's just Congress. say his source rhymes with Bodger Stone. <laughs> 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 well, so Devin Nunes today canceled the hearing. Nunes, I said it. <laughs> Try it again. Nunez? No, no, no. No, no, no. Nunez. I know. There's no Enya. There's no Enya. Nunez is a rapist. Nunez. It's an Enya. Maybe this is too loose. Thoughts? Are we loving it or are we leaving it? Cue the music. I want applause when I do that. And I still don't have it. 
Go I on. His, they left I bet it. his girlfriend calls him noonies. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I would. That's sweet. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was a public hearing today. There was supposed to be a public hearing with James Clapper, the former uh, director of national intelligence, uh, Sally Yates, the former deputy attorney general, and all these other people. And there was going to be a public hearing about Russia stuff. And then Nunes just decided to cancel it. So there's things like that, and Adam Schiff complained, he's the counterpart in the Intelligence Committee, the Democrat. Like, there's things like that where the Republicans, and specifically Nunes, are going to try to cover up for Trump, or try to protect Trump, right? And so I think we can make sure that this is investigated in a bipartisan way, that there's an independent investigation, we can call for all this stuff, but like, that's basically all what, we can, can do. Can I ask for him? Yeah, I was gonna say, can I ask a dumb question? Like, why? Why, why would they cover for him? I get that everything is bipartisan, like everything is partisan now, yeah. but like, why would you look at that Motherfucking idiot. And right. go, that's our guy. Let's help that guy. I feel like they're looking at a horse that um, was barfing like, <laughs> right before the race. And they're like, oh, the money on that guy. <laughs> you know, it's a great question. Um, <laughs> the barfing horse. It's very common. Oh, no, sports. we put all our money on it's the barfing common. horse. Yeah. That horse is ill. It won't run fast. <laughs> Not like. All the money. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so why are they still with the barfing horse? Well, um, I think that they think that the Republican Party's future is tied up with Trump, and they're, they know that their base likes Trump, oh, and so they're afraid. Devin Nunes, in 100% of photos, looks scared. He looks like he doesn't know. He looks like, like, yeah, he, he, looks like, he's, looks like he, he looks like he's in a Sears photo shoot, <laughs> yes. but the photographer just whispered in his ear, I really know your wife well. <laughs> And then started snapping. <laughs> it's an audio medium. John did the face. <laughs> yeah, right, I go think, do it. Go do it. I think I think I think Devin Nunes fell in with a bad crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and he's facing some pretty it's bad like a wrong turn somewhere. I think Devin Nunes would have smoked in high school, um, because the cool kids were smoking in high school. Yeah. I think we should move on. No, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> moving on. There we go. How are people going to know we're moving on? Gorsuch nomination. I have two names for this section. We're such a bummer, and uh, we're in the Gorsuch situation room. <laughs> I just think he's going to be around for a while, so we're going to workshop it every week, unless we don't do this again, <laughs> which I'm putting at 3070. Um, it's really important. Uh, it seems like he's probably going to get confirmed no matter what we do, and it's super sad because Merrick Garland deserves that seat, but we kind of got screwed out of it, and there's nothing really to say. Uh, thoughts? Oh, that's a real bummer. Yeah. Moving on. Really? Um, next topic. Why not? I mean, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> so, many, right? so many filibusters. Uh, the, sorry, the bell's here. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Supreme Court nomination. Who cares? Next. It's just my pussy that this guy, ah, oh, shucks. That's the guy who making decisions about my vagina. <laughs> oh, geez, you know. Uh, <laughs> Bessie showed me hers once, and uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I just, uh, you know, so it's just a, it's a wonderland. <laughs> He's been looking forward to being in charge of your vagina for his entire professional yeah. career. He's going to call it the down dares. <laughs> <laughs> the nether region. The whole, the whole Supreme Court thing really sucks. That's and deep. I just think... That's some, deep. I, no, but, but, but it is the sort of like, we all just want to art, like we want to like filibuster and try to stop it, but we can also take a moment to just be quite sad about it. Is yeah. for life a good idea? No. Well, that when they started that, I feel like people lived to 35 if they were lucky. Like, it feels like... <laughs> Same with marriage. Like, like, they treated all illnesses with, like, hemlock or something. <laughs> they're like, they're like here's it. some root beer for your cancer. And it didn't work, and then you were not on the court anymore. That's okay. President Chelsea Clinton will point somebody cool. 
Don't do it, love it. Don't do it. What are you afraid I'm going to say? That if she runs, I'm going to primary her? I did it. (laughs) I successfully baited you into it. (laughs) Um, So I want to move off this topic. And uh, something that sort of was a little bit under the radar this week is um, the Senate voted to repeal Obama-era FCC protections. Uh, for internet privacy. And I think this didn't get enough attention because the uh, president is a a corrupt moron um, and other Republicans tried to kill all the old people. And this went under the radar. And I wanted to run through uh, some of the things that this repeal would cause. If Congress succeeds, according to the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which is a great group, uh, internet service providers like Verizon and others would be able to sell data to marketers, hijack your searches, and give you other results. Uh, You didn't know this. Did you know this? Did you know this has happened? Applaud if you knew this was happening. Applaud if you didn't know it was happening. Smart group. Um, I clapped twice. They <laughs> clapped twice. They can insert ads really into your traffic based on your searches. They can record every site you visit, and they can uh, download onto your phone an undetectable, undeletable tracking cookie that they or any company can use. Like it, like that U2 album. That we all got yes. on our phone. It's the U2 album, but I it knows what... I don't want this. I've deleted it three times. <laughs> it's not good. Um, it's the U2 album that knows all the porn you like. Um, so um, my question is, uh, Michaela. What oh, Jesus. What sites have you been visiting lately? It's time to tell us because we're going to know anyway. You're going to know. Uh, cows with two Zs. <laughs> oh, you're bu- buying some rugs? Yeah, looking. Do a little shopping? Yeah. little online shopping? A lamp. Everything you said is horrifying. It's horrifying. Horrifying. And it's happening right now. Like, you can probably, we can maybe stop it right now by, like, calling it your members of Congress. It hasn't passed the house yet. It hasn't passed the house yet. It needs to pass the house. The president needs to sign it. You guys got to do some calling. Oh you can do God. some calling? You people doing some more activism than usual? He's going to sign I want to believe you. He loves signing things. Um, He's got a new pen just for signing. <laughs> so I guess the question I had is, so we were talking about this also earlier. It's like, there's so much stuff going on. How do we keep focused on these crazy important fights that are smaller than the fact that there's a treason, based, treason basically a treason investigation going on, that they're trying to reveal Obamacare, that part of the Trump strategy is to kind of, you know, swamp us with stuff all at once. And then under the radar, they're doing things like this. They're repealing a bunch of regulations. Like, how do we handle that? How do we keep focused on these little or big fights? Suicide, I think. It's the only... I don't know. It's the only so, way Like, out. there's only so much room in here for stuff. Like, politics stuff. So when I, like, read three articles and I'm like, I wish I was done now, it's like, but wait, there's six more that are still super important. And they were written yeah. while you were reading the And then I'm three. like, yeah, oh, I'm like, but when's the nap? Like, I need, like, a nice political nap. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, sorry, I, I I'm sorry. I could give an earnest answer. I, I want an earnest answer. Okay, yeah. so... What you just said, you know, when I think about that, I, I distill it down. One time I, I met this kid who gets a four quarters for his allowance. Super cheap. But, um, and his, what he does is he saves one quarter for, um, well, one quarter goes to something he can use that day. Another, the second quarter goes into a three-month sort of bank account and then a, a more long-term, like a short-term bank account, a more long-term bank account, and then a life savings. So like 25% goes, and I think like when I, when I wake up in the morning and I think, what am I going to do? I sort of apply that. I, I do like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to call somebody about the thing that's happening right now on my Twitter feed. And then I have the thing that's like more short-term, which is like, uh, I don't know, um, 
the Russia thing, okay? Right. And then like more like half long-term thing, which is like the 2018 elections, flipping counties and stuff like that. And then I do the fourth thing, which is the thing we're going to be dealing with forever, which is women's issues. <laughs> um, so like that, that's sort of my thing. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard. Just for, really? I really like that. Wow. wow. Is this little That's a great way to deal with it? Is the little kid real? This yeah. little, you met a very financially <laughs> smart there's, there's little child. Met him at a brunch. <laughs> Does he own the restaurant? <laughs> this kid sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like that's what, yeah. Uh, this kid was really awesome. The, this was the mom's idea, but yeah. But let's give the kid credit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because the, the mom sounds away crazy. From the woman. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. And that's the week in news. <laughs> Ding. Um, when we come back. A segment we call Play by Play. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, I need the bell again. Okay. Play by Play when we come back. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi, it's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. And we're back. <laughs> now for a segment we're calling play by play. Now that's a sports term, uh, which I believe is uh, about um, badminton. Yep. And they uh, when they hit the shuttlecock, mm -hmm. that's one part of the play. Yeah. And then it goes across the net. Yeah. And there's more play, and yeah. you break it down. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Checks right, out. Great. That's it's just a badminton term, <laughs> play by play. That's why it's so popular. It's a well <laughs> that's why we all use it. And so in this segment, we're gonna watch some news, and as it goes, we're gonna break it down as best we can. Great. We're gonna yell pause. If you guys want us to stop, you can yell pause, and we're just gonna walk through it. All right. And maybe it's something interesting. Maybe it's not. That's what makes this the first show. <laughs> Let's roll the clip. Is there anyone in the White House who can say to you, Mr. President, please don't tweet that? Who you would listen to? Okay, stop. <laughs> I just don't want us to move on before we recognize that we live in a world <laughs> where Tucker Carlson, who's a villain in every other story, is the hero of this story, who has to ask the president if he lets anybody look at his tweets before he tweets them. While we're stopped. <laughs> is this going to be one of those, is it Chrysler commercials where a hidden door opens up and another car comes out? There's so, there's so many cars. A lot going on there. This was, uh, so here's the thing. We're falling right into Trump's hands because no matter what we talk about, we're just going to think, 
Trump's good for cars. <laughs> That's the whole point. Should we keep moving? Yeah, keep moving. I think that maybe I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Twitter because I get such a fake press, such a dishonest press. I mean, if you look at, and I'm not including Fox because I think Fox has been fair to me. Stop. <laughs> Fox employee. That's not the Fox I work for. <laughs> it is, but I, Fox Sports, very different arm. I just didn't want to have that reflect on me. You can go. Sorry, go. If you look at CNN and if you look at these other networks, uh, NBC, I made a fortune for NBC with The Apprentice. Okay, I had stop. A not... The point. Well, he he lost the train there for a little bit. He does, he definitely loses. The question was, does anyone look at your tweets? And he's like, oh, the NBC's fucking me. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I feel like this is his version of Rickroll. Oh, he just he yeah. 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 Yes, he just yeah. goes right no into it. No matter what, and he, and someone at some point is like, oh, you fucking did it, man. <laughs> but I feel like we've watched politicians do that like effortlessly in the last few. Decades, and now it's like watching someone go, they said if you want to not answer the question, answer a different question, so I'm going to just answer a different And you're like, oh my God, you suck at this. <laughs> you're doing it anyway. You get points yeah, for that. He's not good at this, but he no. does it anyway. Does it anyway. <laughs> Show where they were doing horribly, and I had one of the most successful reality shows of all time. I made, and I was on for 14 seasons. And you see what happened when I'm not on. You saw what happened to the show. It was a disaster. Stop. I, He's still the executive producer of that show. He's not all, on top of everything else, and obviously we have bigger fish to fry. He is a very, very bad executive producer so of The bad. Apprentice. His one job is to say nice things about it at this point. But I think it's what he does on purpose. <laughs> I think that what he does is he's like, look, I'm going to get the, the people who love me are going to watch The Apprentice. That's fine. The people who don't, if I say how bad it is, they're going to watch it too. I think it's all part of a thing. You think he's just trying to drum no, up rating? No, yeah. I think in his mind it's just like me, 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 me. Exactly. Me, 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 he's the executive me. producer of our country right now. <laughs> and when the healthcare thing didn't go through, he said the real losers here are the Democrats. It's like, first of all, it's you. <laughs> You literally lost. <laughs> Second of all, it's the American people, and you're supposed to at least pretend you care about them getting health care well, or not. Yeah. And instead, you say, ah, it's those fucking Democrats. Like, no, you're supposed to pretend that you wanted this bill because you thought it was good for the American people, and he can't even fake it. He's like, I, I lost, but I didn't really lose. They lost. And also the way that, like, <laughs> Obama knocked on every congressman senator's door on both sides of the aisle. is like, hey, man, cool office. What'd you do here? <laughs> like, Trump, <laughs> Trump never, like, do you think he walked up to a single Democrat and was like, hey, <laughs> so. Hi. Health care. So. Well, tell me cool? about the bill. <laughs> do you know anything about the bill? Uh. See these cars? Check out the goes cars. down like power windows. But. I was on The Apprentice for 13 years. <laughs> Is your refrigerator running out? <laughs> I also just want to pause and just... He, he says that NBC should treat him well about apprentice ratings from 14 years ago like like Lester Holt is being mean and then he gets a call from upstairs like did you not know that he was on The Apprentice he's one of our guys <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing no infighting no infighting <laughs> should we keep moving yeah, so I was very good to NBC and I, they are despicable they're despicable <laughs> in their coverage uh, CBS ABC you take a look at what's going on I call it the fake press the fake media uh, it is a disgrace what's happening. So, but then they say to you, but you're, fa I mean, as you know, the response looks so you had this big Pause for a second. First of all, the question was, what, what about your tweets? Also, Tucker Carlson chickened out of saying, but you're fake. He wanted to say, but, but you're fake. You're the fake one. You've been fake this whole time. But Tucker couldn't do it. Tucker, now the chops. Session on Tuesday, you had great press all week, bipartisan. 
and then you let off this tweet, and immediately no, people say... No, it wasn't say, that tweet. Stop. Uh, yes, it was the tweet. <laughs> it absolutely was the tweet. <laughs> the tweet is why he was in this mess. <laughs> he tweeted that Barack Obama wiretapped his phones. That was why he got bad press. But he meant it in quotes, which he... Couldn't right, have no. just tweeted. Which also wasn't quotes. true. It also wasn't true. Yeah, he he didn't, didn't put it in quotes. He didn't quote. Yeah, right. He also didn't use. He didn't the quote it. Right. Nothing he said if is true. If it wasn't quotes, it wait, was wait, like wait, a print. A you could have put the quotes around it, but it's not like you said it out loud and forgot to do this. But also, sometimes he uses quotes for words he wants to emphasize. He doesn't know what the quotes are for anyway. No. <laughs> he spelled tap T A P P. Like he doesn't know. The real losers anything. are the Democrats. Yeah, that was in not quotes. America. Like, what? What are you doing? Or He's the people. worst. You guys are kind of making it sound like Trump's a liar. <laughs> but, um, but, but also. Uh, did you see the the thing that the Trump campaign sent out, like the, that said um, we're taking a survey, and do you uh, stand behind Donald Trump, yes. or or do you believe Democrats and fake news? Like those are your two choices. It's like, those ooh, are your two I don't choices. know. Uh, I have to commit to the fake news if I commit to Democrats. Uh, that feels sneaky. Play. <laughs> they had you other things, excuse me, I had a very successful night, joint session, it was right. very successful, I got reviews even from people that I would never think I was going to get Pause. good reviews. Pause, true, Van Jones. True. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no. Um, Love him, but I kind of hated him that night, because I, I was that- like, what? Donald Trump became president that night. Yes, that is That so doesn't mean anything. He was president the whole time. We're moving on. And then all of a sudden, they came up with a new dialogue in order to kill that. So that speech was hot for about dialogue. two or three hours after the speech was made, because they came stop. Up with- I'm sorry, this isn't really like policy related, but have you noticed that both of them like tuck their faces into their shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just like I'm gonna put that in there. Just what you'll see on Tucker Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry. Go ahead. That was so mean. Other things having to do with other people that they shouldn't have been able to do and they shouldn't have done, but they did it. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Stop. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) That nothing he said in the last 15 seconds makes any sense whatsoever. Lost the thread, President Trump. You know they did it, and they did that thing. You know they did. That's what he said. Much of the news. He's back on it. And when I have. Close to 100 million people watching me on Twitter, including Facebook, including all of the Instagram. Pause. It's, look, least of our problems, but that's a lot of double counting. (laughs) Like, those are not all unique users. And he said on Twitter, including Facebook. (laughs) He just thinks it's all the other Instagrams. And all the other Instagrams. These are his night-night words. When he's like, (laughs) tells his son-in-law, like, tell me the good night-night words. And he's like, 100 million people (laughs) listen to you. We're lots of things. But we have, you know, I guess pretty close to 100 million people. I have my own form of media. So, you know, if I tweet uh, two or three or four or five times a day, and if most of them are good, and, and I, I really want them all to be good, but if I make Stop. Mistake- this sounds like me at the end of the day in my mirror. You know, if you tweeted three times today, <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. Like He's president of the United States, and his standard R is like, I hope that most of my tweets today were good. 
Yo, I got good mad tweets. retweets I got today, good son. Tweets today. Has anyone ever noticed if you check the timestamps of when he does that thing where he annoyingly doesn't know how to stack tweets because he doesn't understand no, the he internet just, works? He just learned to thread the tweets. Oh, he the did. Ra- the Raptor is testing the fences now. <laughs> learn to thread the tweets. But have you, have you noticed if you go back and look when he would do like the three parters and you had to like click them independently to see where when he uses like the, an ellipsis that's 15 dots, which is well, you don't get to pick the dots, he would, it was, there were eight minutes between each tweet and it was like, did you go to the bathroom? Like, he did, you were yes. mid sentence and then went, huh? Also, and a lot did of them, something else. And then <laughs> finished your sentence. That's insane. A lot of them, though, also like they'd inadvertently be very negative about him. They'd be like, be like, I'm a huge douchebag. Next tweet is what I say about Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you know this many people are listening and you care, you would you wouldn't send out a half of an unformed thought, which you know could get picked up and taken out of context. He just doesn't fucking care. And it's a just another pause to remember this is a crazy nightmare we're living in. Donald Trump is president. Fuck. Let's keep going. Well, I don't think he's going to prove to be a mistake at all. Do you think it's okay to make I mean, sure. the counter argument, yeah. even from people who support you, who say, look, I support Donald Trump. I believe what he believes, and I want him to succeed badly. But if the president Stop. says... That was, he was required to say those things. It's, he had to work it into, at some point, into the interview. Rupert Murdoch was standing behind him with a, with a kind of one of those electric prods. <laughs> like, What's that metal thing? Fierce nice look. Engine. Like, engine. like an engine behind Tucker. It was demonstrably untrue. Well, let's see whether he devalues his own currency. Let's see whether or not I proved it. You looked at some proof. I mean, let's see whether or not I prove it. I just don't choose Stop. to do it right now. He didn't prove New, it. Nunez. What you doing? <laughs> what you doing Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> right. This is this this is all led to making poor, sad Devin Nunes, peer pressure victim, <laughs> vaguely a member of Congress, <laughs> driving on up to the White House and saying, "I think that there's, some, I think, I think President Trump is is okay. I think he maybe has some truth to what he was saying." Well, I choose to do it before the committee, and maybe I'll do it before the committee. Maybe I'll do it before I see the result of the committee. But I think we have some very good stuff, and okay, we're in the process. Pause. Sorry, the fuck. What he you, lost the thread. What? He has no idea what he's talking about. We don't about. know what the committee is. What we committee? don't know what he's talking he's about. He's never brought up. We didn't cut out the part where we, they were talking about a committee. Nope. There's just he's, n- he's a terrible gaslighter. And I say this as somebody who honestly had a boyfriend who... <laughs> who gambled away all my money and told me that he was buying an engagement ring. <laughs> Wait, you dated Dan too? <laughs> he is like awful because at least with gaslighting, you don't know it's happening. Like you see everything, everything that this guy is doing. So it's true. Just, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's gaslighting uh, for the most, the most misleadable. It's gaslighting us. for the people who go on basically are like on QVC and they're like, real diamonds. <laughs> real diamonds for ten ninety nine. I actually think it's hybrid lighting because I think that's a Prius. So it's technically not gas. Good joke, good joke. Let's play I like the that. No, I like that. <laughs> Of putting it together and I think it's going to be very demonstrative. But just on Twitter, if I don't do that, I won't get my word out. Because when I tell, when I say things, the press doesn't cover it accurately. They You're cover on TV it right now. Much okay. of the press. Some of the press, by the way, some of the finest people I know are reporters. Reporters are wonderful. I'm talking about the fake media, the fake news. And there's a lot of fake news. So Stop. If I'm, like Breitbart? Like yeah, Steve Breitbart. Bannon? Like, what are you talking Tucker about? <laughs> I don't like, no, not reporters. I love reporters. It's reporters who say what I don't like. Right. That's it, all that is. I just also, 
The question was, would you please let somebody at least read the tweets before you tweet them? <laughs> and this is where we this ended is up. all an answer to that one question. Have you discovered the drafts folder? His drafts folder. <laughs> where you can folder. save it, think about it later, and then tweet. His drafts folder is awful. It's empty. <laughs> going to, if they're not going to do me the honor or the public the honor of spreading my word accurately as it was meant... And you know exactly what I'm talking about because there's been nobody in history that got more dishonest media than I've gotten. You look at some of the stories in the New York Times. You look at some of the stories in the Washington Post. Take a oh look at God. what's the going way, on with okay. CBS. Stop. The way he talks about the New York Times is seriously like he is such a jilted lover. He loves He it. called them today to tell them that the health care bill was dead. That he, was his call. He, calls he called the, the New York Times. He calls the Post and he calls the, he calls the New York Times. He talks to like Maggie Haberman and like Glenn Thrush, like they're besties. Every story, every time the New York Times writes a story that's about like what's happening behind the scenes, they're the fucking best stories. It's like Donald Trump was wearing a bathrobe and here's exactly what he said because he told us. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, I wasn't wearing a bathrobe. It was actually technically a kimono. <laughs> How dare you? Failing New York Times. I knew where the light switch was. I just didn't know. It's like if the New York Times doesn't want to date me and wants to see other people, I'm like so done with them. <laughs> and NBC in particular, and ABC. Back on topic. And sit, take a look at CNN. It's a complete hit job. No matter what you do, no matter how good, no matter how great it is, they don't report it in a positive fashion. Never Stop. Any- That's fair, because I don't remember ever hearing about anything great Trump did. So maybe he has a point. Or, oh shit, is it because he hasn't done anything no, great? No, oh, oh, that's my bad. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> mediator? Sure it does, sure. So sure. By the way, just pause. Have- Tucker is still just trying to get Trump to say, I'll let somebody look at the tweets first. That's all sad Fox News Tucker Carlson wants. Just say, hey, I'll let one of the, you know, I'll let Sean Spicer just peruse the tweet before I hit send. And Trump's like, no, no, no. The Apprentice was a huge hit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Something and I'll say, what do you think about this? A lot of times my staff comes to me and they say, could you do a tweet on this or that because okay, it's not stop. being... Okay, stop. That's a lie. Nobody they, no one has ever asked him to tweet anything. Could you ever. do a tweet? Did you? That's like, hey, girl, you want to do sex to each other? Like, <laughs> Go do a tweet, Trumpy. Also, you know they're like... <laughs> Scared to death outside the room, like you go in, you go in. You I need, go I need in. to see the president. I need to ask him if he'll do a tweet. Uh, guys, can I <laughs> see like, five minutes for a tweet? They, uh, uh, they, they all hate him. Yeah. All of the people at the White House don't like Donald Trump. Yeah. they think he's a ridiculous and terrible person, and that's play by play. There are over seventy-five million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation. More popular than soft-launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom.
Phantom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. We now move on to a segment called Who Sucks the Most? This week it will be Devin Nunes versus Paul Ryan. Oh, the top. Oh, oh, uh, death uh, Devin Nunes said uh, he had evidence that proved that Trump was vindicated on the wiretap. He is supposed to be doing oversight of Donald Trump. Instead, he drove to the White House, told Donald Trump, called a press conference, didn't tell the committee, and then had to apologize three days later because he's not that bright. On the other side, we have Paul Ryan, who this week said that he's been dreaming of cutting Medicaid since back in the day when he used to drink at keggers, Um, which is the... We all know that guy from college, and he's the worst. Here's the thing, though. Wasn't he 27 in that story? He was. Why uh, are you going to a kegger yes. at 27 unless you're trying to I mean, fuck underage girls or something, <laughs> allegedly? <laughs> That's like 27? Keggers? Maybe he's just trying to like stay in touch with his youth and like not feel as though his 20s are slipping through his fingers, that he wants to spend his 20s because they're never going to come around again. Twenty-seven? <laughs> That's old. I feel like I feel like you're. I feel like we cannot comment. <laughs> I would never drink out of a keg at twenty-seven. <laughs> Who was worse? Um. Well, I don't know. Jesus, it's like you're asking about what, who's worse, melanoma or gunshot wounds. I mean, <laughs> like at least with melanoma, I feel like you could, if you get it early enough and cut it out, you can survive it. You have a little scar, a gunshot wound. This guy. He's like, you you could die. Like, he's going to kill us all. So I'm going to say he's worse. Ryan's worse? Yeah. <laughs> Just for people at home. Melanoma was Nunes. <laughs> We're keeping it loose. It's Friday. Katie? Oh, man. I feel like Nunes doesn't know any better. He's so you think Nunes is just a useful idiot? Uh, no, I think he's just an idiot. I don't think he's <laughs> useful useless generous. Uh, so Ryan's worse? I just think Ryan, yeah. You want me to give a quick answer? Yes, Ryan's worse. John? Easily Paul Ryan. You're all wrong. Uh, Nunes' work, un- undermining the separation of powers. If we don't have somebody in place who can stop Donald Trump, we're, we're lost. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. We're lost. I think Vote. Right. Nunes or Ryan? Nunes? Ryan. They're like, Who? He's just more bunch uh, of fucking known. sheep out there. He's been. <laughs> um, I mean, moving on to a segment we call something awesome. Whoa. Um, so music. we were all quite sad when Donald Trump became president, but then there was an un- now we're, this is we just have to do something nice because it's been very rough and it's a lot of ranting. So we're just gonna lighten it up. Um, we were all quite sad when Donald Trump became now, president. I, now that I found out he's a liar, yeah, I guess I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sad about that. Um, and so there was this question, so what are we going to do in response to Donald Trump, where all these new groups popped up, all these new organizations like Indivisible, and uh, this week, Move On members made 40,000 calls, actually 40,000 calls just today, 100,000 people went to town halls, and uh, constituent town halls, because their members didn't show up, across the country, and it made a difference, uh, Representative Walter Jones, Cronkite. Jones, Matthew. it was Jones. <laughs> The word you're looking for is Jones. Uh, he is a Republican who Jonas. voted no and was going to vote no. He received four calls in favor of the bill on Wednesday and 800 calls ad- uh, 800 calls against. Um, and so the point is, we're making a difference, guys. We're stopping this guy. And that's something awesome. And that's all there is to it. Um, 
We're going to use the rant wheel to close out the show. But before we do, Jesse Waters of Fox News, um, or maybe a high school newspaper, interviewed Donald Trump and asked several hard-hitting questions. And uh, uh, we just want to show you them. President Trump, welcome back to Waters World. How does it feel? Now, the last time I spoke to you, I presented a signed photograph of myself at Trump Tower. Have you hung it on your wall yet? Oh, absolutely. We saw some of your returns. These people over at NBC News doing everything they can to take you down. I thought you leaked those returns yourself. It made you look good. The anti-Trump resistance, it's out there in the streets. Some of it's in the federal government. How much do you think is that genuine anger? And how much do you think that someone like President Obama pulling the strings from behind the scenes? The media, pretty vicious, not just to you, but to your family. How do you process that? Let's do a Waters World quiz. Okay. Don't be nervous. Okay, I won't. I think you'll do just fine. Chuck Schumer the president of CNN, and Alec Baldwin. If you had to fire one person right now, who would you fire? What is going to be done first? Building the wall or defeating ISIS? Pause. Are you you fucking kidding me? This isn't even play by play. I didn't even know if it would stop. Are you fucking kidding me? All right, let's keep going. John, I I think he's trying to... Last one, Jesse Waters. Tremendous future. Your agent should be very happy, and I enjoy your show. And honestly, you've been so nice to me that this is why I turned out the biggest shows on television, and I, here I am. It's Waters World. And that's Jesse Water. Jesse Waters? Yeah. yeah we'll interviewing the president. And even Donald Trump's face says, this fucking douchebag. <laughs> and now for a segment we call The Rant Wheel. They don't seem excited. (laughs) So here's how this works. The wheel spins, it stops on something, and then we're going to rant about it. I really wanted to land on missing research Simmons. (laughs) It has landed on cable news. Is this a group rant? We can do it together. How does this work? Um, So... uh, Cable news fucking sucks. It's a wasteland. And so here's the thing. There's 24 hours of cable news, and they never tell you anything. I was thinking the exact same thing. Today, I was watching cable news because I'm like, oh shit, I have to talk about politics today <laughs> in public. So I'm like, Did I'm going to. Did you learn anything? Well, here's the thing no. <laughs> I'm like, I got to talk about this healthcare bill. So if I'm going to say it's bad, why is it bad? Not once did anyone in any of the coverage mention like what it was about. I often feel, and I've said this before, that cable news is uh, world-class reporters interviewing morons. What did we think was going to happen? I mean, I blame cable news for the state we're in right now. Truly. I think, right. I think when you have breaking news all goddamn day it long. It was up all day. It means breaking nothing. News. It yeah. means nothing to anybody. And when real breaking news happens... I don't, what are they going to do? Are they just going to like set the stage on fire and just start running around and go, no, for real? Wolf for Blitzer's real? going to rip his shirt open and say, this is real. This is important. Real. It's finally happening. It's my time to shine. It is. Like they cried, they cried wolf so much about what is real. And so now everything is just hyperbole and, and they do have to interview morons because they've run out of, you know, intelligent people to, to bring on. It's I mean, Jesse horrible. Waters is. Very intelligent. So you'll be able to catch Love It on MSNBC Monday. <laughs> no, no, and CNN Sunday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally going on CNN. I'm doing Sunday. a tour. Hurry up and spin the wheel. Cable news again. Uh. This bitch right here. <laughs> it's on Ivanka. People, people listening to the podcast. It's on Ivanka. Here's the thing. 
You do not get to call yourself an advocate for women and then go to fucking Aspen the week they're trying to pass a healthcare bill that says mammograms are optional and penis pills are permanent. I think we should spend a little before this gets really bad. She's very pretty, I will add that. Cable news again. Uh, okay, John, I don't know this story. This is a Boston septic. thing. So this is about the this I, says R.I.P. Coffee Culotta, which has been discontinued by Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts what? has ended. Yes, I thought you would know this. What? Like effective immediately? Immediately, there's no more coffee culottas. You what? can't get them. You can't have that delicious sugar from the coffee. Culotta. I will go on record as saying that there's nothing more delicious than the first. Actually, nope. Sorry, the second sip of a coffee culotta. Does it go downhill from there? Sure. Uh, <laughs> but the second sip. Once you got that weird, like, filmy part out, then the second sip is like, this is why I'm alive. Blow right past that cold headache. And yeah. Finish the rest. Done forever. I think there's no more coffee colada because it'd be a run on them. I think they'd, they'd overwhelm the Dunkin' Donuts people. It's a travesty. Wait, why? They've made a huge error. They said why? I don't know. You Trump did this it. This is good. Does Trump anyone have it. the info? Trump did it. Trump discontinued them. Fuck, now I'm out on that guy. Let's spin it one more time. app that you have that spins a wheel. Oh, there you go. Oh, there, you go. there you go. I listened to every fucking episode of Missing Richard Simmons, and you know where he was? He was at home. And he was fine. The opening of the episode is, I love Richard Simmons, and he won't return my calls. And I think it's because he's in real trouble. But actually, turns out the host is a fucking lunatic. Richard Simmons just doesn't want to talk to anybody. He's at home. He's watching TV. He's calling Savannah Guthrie on the Today Show. His manager sees him. His brother sees him. His maid sees him. He's just like, dude, I don't want to know you. And that guy's like, I'm really great. Uh, this should be a podcast. This should lead the charts for a month to the point where Love It or Leave It can barely get over the top. Now we know the source of the rant. Right here, guys. The first, and by the way, the whole time, the first episode, he's like, Richard Simmons has gone missing, and I think it's because his maid is a witch. <laughs> episode eight, the end of the podcast, he's like, hey, guys, turns out she's a nice lady. And Richard Simmons is fine, but I learned a lot about me. Oh, did you? You stalker weirdo. <laughs> um, I love that you made it to episode eight on this thing. I wanted. I genuinely thought something was wrong with Richard Simmons, and, and that at the this end, podcast was going to reveal. It I thought it. by the end of the podcast, I had a theory. Not that news. I actually not had a, cable news. I actually had a theory that Richard Simmons had gained a lot of weight and was desperately trying to lose it before oh, he saw himself in public yeah. again. And like, I had a whole little theory, and I thought that was going to be the reveal, and that's why the apple is in front of his face in the picture because the apple is just like his nemesis, right? Like, it's knowledge, but also <laughs> makes you fat because like fruit is sugary and it's not paleo. Wow, you went um, deep on that. But it turns out Richard Simmons is fine. That podcast is a lie. Download Love It or Leave It. <laughs> I agree with you that that podcast is bad and exploitative, if that's how you say yes, that word. Yes, it is. But it, it did set me up for my new hit podcast, missing guy named Tim from the bar that I met two weeks ago that said he really wanted to talk and then just like never return my calls. Um, I think he's definitely dead. So, because otherwise there's no other reason. From the people who Keep brought calling. you cereal. <laughs> So Finding anyway. Katie a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Jady Salinger just hanging out at home. And that's the rant wheel. Yay. Guys. <laughs> I want to thank you all for coming to the very first episode of Love It or Leave It. 
I think we learned a lot about what works and a lot about what doesn't work. Um, I want to do a preview of next week on Love It or Leave It. We'll discuss Trump's tweets insulting homeless veterans with Oprah. That sounds like a pretty cool show. Wait, Oprah is coming on your podcast? Yep. Yes. You guys got (laughs) pwned. Oprah will be here at the improv, in the improv lab next week. Oprah and Gloria Borger. Oprah, Gloria (laughs) Borger, maybe the Pope stops by. We'll see what happens. I love that. This is a good Pope, I mean, on the scale of Popes. He's not the young Pope. He's not the young Pope. He was so young. I didn't make it to the end of that. Made the end of the Richard Simmons bullshit. Didn't make it to the end of the young fucking Pope. Same exact turnout. And that's Love It or Leave It. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you to my guests, Michaela Watkins, Katie Nolan, John Favreau. Thank you to the the band Sure Sure for this theme song. Yeah, Sure Sure. Thank you to the person saying she does not want to be mentioned by name. Tanya! Give it up for Tanya. Give it up for Lee Eisenberg, who helped hey. put this all together. And that's it up. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Jesse McLean back in the booth on the graphics. And the dings. I don't know how much of this we're going to leave in. All of it. All of it, we're leaving it in. Leave all right, thank you, guys. Play thank us you. out, Pro Flowers. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.